You could just do a short episode and then just. All right, all right. So we're going now. Um, I'm not going to bother with an intro uh, in case this crashes and burns like the last one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't want. I don't want to waste my 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 lung capacity on that. Um, okay, so I guess we're talking about Richie Blackmore then. Um, yeah, we were going to do a reaction video, but there's it, equipment headache, and so we can't. Yeah, the our setup wasn't working, um, and and I, I think I think. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll work out the kinks and we'll we'll do some more reaction videos down the road. But for now, we can just focus on on uh, uh, on this and see how long we're able to go. We don't you know we don't really have anything prepared here. So, um, but we both were sort of diving into Deep Purple and Richie Blackmore, and probably me a little bit more than you this week, I, I assume. Um, but we both watched this pretty lengthy documentary on Richie Blackmore, and I could not finish it. How far did you get again? Did you get, did you watch the whole documentary and then get to the interviews, or did you stop before the documentary ended? I I stopped about ten minutes into the Renfair stuff. Okay, I okay. Could, I could not take it anymore. I realized, well, there's nothing else they're going to say. They've said all the meaty stuff about him, mm-hmm. and, and uh, this happens a lot with documentaries. I watch about a documentary a day, and they just don't know how to end them anymore. They don't know how to round them out. Okay, okay. Yeah, and they were clearly padding. Go ahead. No, and I mean, I guess it's sort of it's important if you want to get a complete sense of where he was. But they dedicated an awful lot of time to it. It seemed the uh, the Renfair stuff. Um, so I don't know what, what what I mean. You saw most of it then. So what was your yeah, yeah. what was your overall impression of the documentary? I've watched other documentaries about Richie Blackmore where they interview other people about him, and nobody has anything good to say about him. So he is clearly not he's not self-aware to make that kind of video. Yeah, this was so so I guess we should point out this was I think this was done not maybe not by Richie Blackmore himself, but it was one that was made with his permission or something so that right. it it's from his point of view and they interview Brian May, they interview Lars Ulrich, they interview Gene Simmons and a number of other people uh but most of the commentary is they might mention the quirks of his personality but it'll be cast in a favorable light or it'll be you know downplayed or or whatever um so yeah i don't know i i kind of got the impression though that he was self-aware i thought he just i just felt he didn't care do you know what i mean that's possible you're you're right that's possible if gene simmons is endorsing you and by the way he's another just king asshole in music if he's endorsing you and Lars Ulrich are endorsing you that's already a bad sign it was Brian May that was the shocking one well right? Bri- but Brian May is a super nice guy so he, he's gonna he's probably yeah. the type of person that even if you are an asshole he's gonna be able to get along with you and see the nice things about you do you know what I mean right. and he's gonna not set you off do you know what I'm saying uh, I do admit I like I like Gene Simmons Gene Simmons is someone who I know he's kind of a jerk, but I kind of like how he's a jerk sometimes. Um, and I like that he's a little bit honest about it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really hide the fact that he's a jerk. He just kind of comes out and says it. Um, right. With Richie Blackmore, he's a, he's kind of a, I don't know. He he seems to be one of these guys who, I mean, he's immensely talented. And we were talking about his contribution 
to the genre and how that's you know that's pretty uncontested he's he's a foundational uh he laid down a lot of the foundations of metal and yeah, absolutely and he was ahead of his time as a player and all these things he's you know he's a really great guitar player uh especially for that period um but he has a reputation for being a real jerk like he you know like like if you've seen any interviews from dio about him dio clearly couldn't stand richie blackmore he had yeah i mean i've seen interviews where he just unloads and yeah. and basically calls you know he said he'll he'll throw in nice things about him in terms of his playing but then he'll say like you know he you know he doesn't care about people do you know what i mean or he, he you know <laughs> right. just like really you know really really negative insults um but i have to say i Again, it may be similar to Gene Simmons. I find when I see Richie Blackmore himself talking, even though he's kind of being a jerk about things, like he'll he'll do this thing in interviews where he gives people really backhanded compliments. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he was doing that a lot in I don't know if it was this documentary. It might have been another one I was watching, but he 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 was you know he he has uh, at one point he he kind of attacks uh, Satriani's playing. And he also had a lot of stuff to say about Ian Gillen's singing that was very sort of back, you know, backhanded uh, compliment. Um, but but I still kind of find him a, a a little bit charming in the way that he does it. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying, though? Can you you find Richie a little charming in the way that he does it? Yes, I, 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 I think, well, because I feel like even though he's being a jerk, a lot of the stuff that he said, it felt like there was a lot of thought behind it. Do you know what I mean? And and a lot of the things that he complained about were things that mattered to him as an artist. Do you know what I mean? Like, like for whatever reason, he was getting fed up with Ian Gillen's singing. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and and he was very particular about what he wanted on the record. Do you know what I'm saying? Every every time he was kind of irritating people, it was because of these things that he wanted musically. And you know. I don't know. I, I I guess what I'm saying is I I I I understand that he's he's a, he's a colossal jerk. Uh, that he's you know th- th- there are all kinds of stories about you know how how uh, how he's been to people. Um, but as a guitar player, I find him really hard not to respect, and I I feel a need to give him a lot of room to be a jerk. Do you know what I mean? I saw a documentary once about Aerosmith. Nobody in that band likes Steven Tyler. He Steven Tyler's used to getting his way and steamrolls over everybody in the band, even when something is important to them and they actually finally stand up, right? Mm-hmm. I I view that as and I've dealt with these kind of narcissist motherfuckers my entire creative career. There is there's a certain lack, and this is why I think Richie's an asshole, and I I don't agree with what you're saying. Okay, Richie never gives a fuck that other people are bending to him 99% of the time. The one percent of the time when they fight back and they want to do things their way, he fights and digs in even harder, and he yeah. makes things worse. No, I would agree that that's that's definitely the case. I guess the question for me though is, a lot of the time he's right. Do you know what I mean? Like. I mean, we don't know. A, a we don't. Band we don't. Is not a one. He, he's not a one man show, right? He's forced to be a one man show now because nobody will put up with him. But everybody else was pr- providing something and presenting something to. He left yeah. Deep Purple because it was becoming too commercial, and then he got sick of 
how Rainbow wasn't making enough money, so he made it commercial and got rid of all the good play- players in the band. Yeah, no, no, right? that I, I, that, I'm not saying every decision he made was right. Like especially with Rainbow, I think that's a decision that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. But what I'm saying is, if you look at like his track record with Deep Purple and stuff, a lot maybe overall his way was the better way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that a band is a... Like, okay, look at Iron Maiden, right? Iron Maiden is Steve Harris's baby, right? He's the band leader. And, sure, absolutely. And, I, and there have been times when there's been tension in that band, and it even resulted in people leaving. But there's right. good reason to believe, I think, that a lot of the time, Harris was probably right when he put his foot down on things. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm never going to say that Richie didn't make good stuff. Because for a long time, Richie was making good stuff. He's making yeah. garbage now. Yeah, no, and that eventually happens to most performers, I think. Well, they, that and there's nobody around him. Uh, do you, we, we talk about wrestling sometimes. I realize mm-hmm. you don't watch it, but I bring it up a lot because it's a perfect metaphor for a lot of different kind of creative endeavors. One, nobody puts together as much writing in a year as wrestler, wrestling does. They're doing three episodes a year, three episodes a week all year long. Right. So they're, oh, they're, they're doing three episodes weekly on wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not to mention all the little house shows that we don't even see the writing for. Um, so there's constantly going to be good and bad coming out of wrestling. Yeah. And one of the things that hurts wrestling the most right now, the, the WWE in particular is that Vince is an old man who is out of ideas, but he's okay. still the bottleneck for getting things done. And if I work alone, and I work alone specifically because I cannot stand waiting for other people. Uh-huh. But I actually miss the process of talking about ideas and bouncing ideas off of other people and creating something. But okay. I do know at the end of the day, somebody has to be the final decider of of wh- how, what's going to go into a book, right? I'm, yeah. I'm working on something called Thorn right now with uh, James Hargrove. James has a lot of input into how it went, but I'm the final arbiter. So if he wrote something I don't like, I change it. Yeah, I rewrite it. It's my book, my name. It's my company. My name's going on there. If that upsets James, he has every right to come to me and talk to me about it, mm-hmm. and we'll work it out. Um, but I don't feel that Richie is that kind of guy. I always feel every time I I hear anything about him is, oh, okay. Well, you're we've made a thousand hours of material, and you want to fix this thirteen minutes of it. I'm sorry, we're doing it my way. That's a bad way to go about running a team. But is it a bad way to make music? Again, I'm not going to argue that he hasn't made good stuff. But a thousand hours, you can have 13 minutes that isn't it that isn't perfect to your ear. I think that that is okay if it keeps the team moving and gelling. Right? Sometimes the team needs to be pacified. I mean, I get that. I guess musically, I'd rather hear an album. Like, I'd I'd rather have a band break and make a really great album because somebody is doing quality control. Do you know what I mean? Or maintaining a single unifying vision across the album. Um, I I get that. I mean, I get what you're saying because, like, I wouldn't want to work in those conditions. I mean, I wouldn't want to work with somebody who's that much of a jerk. But if, if my chosen profession was music, I'd tolerate a lot more of that especially if the person doing that was making really good decisions. Do you know what I mean? Like if the person was making really sound artistic choices and I was like, okay, this person should be the band leader, I would I would adhere to what they're shooting for. Um, 
I, I mean, again, I do get that a band is more than one person, but I, some bands aren't as much about everybody as they are about, you know, a, a single person's idea about what the band should be. Do you know what I'm saying? If uh, you have, a, if you're Led Zeppelin and John Paul Jones says he's going to leave the band if you don't listen to him, he's replaceable, right? Well, their bass players traditionally are replaced. Well, he became really important later on in Led Zeppelin. So I, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, I think. Yeah, I, I, I can use another example if that one's not resonant. No, that's fine. That's fine. My, I just, I, I just. My point is, is that there are members of say Aerosmith. Yeah. Who aren't key players? Like the rhythm guitar aren't. player, probably. Like the be, rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know, but yeah. I'm just assuming. Uh, right. Whoever you want to pick, there's always going to be a guy. If Ian Hill left Judas Priest. I don't think anybody would notice. Okay. He's one of the most average bass players to ever grace metal. And I think he used to be a lot better, but he just started phoning it in in the 80s, yada, yada, yada. We can go on and on. Mm-hmm. It is, he's still a member of the team, and he. I can't argue what level of art he wants to bring to it, right? But if he's being paid $5 million a year, then... I don't think that his input needs to matter as much. Okay. But if he's there for the artistry and he doesn't care how much money he's getting paid, right? I, I used to work for a game company where we were paying paid less than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. So I was clearly there for the artistry of making games. Yep. And if somebody doesn't want to hear what I have to say and allow me to put my style into a book, why am I there? And so you yeah. get to a point, I think a lot of these guys get to this point where look I'm not doing it for the money anymore I'm doing it because I want to make art and you're not letting any of us make anything and I realized that was a long way yeah. to get to that point no I get what you're saying I get I guess with music though I feel like that, and, and this is true in every field but I feel like in music in particular the the level of talent really varies considerably and you don't necessarily want the lower level talent contributing as much to the do you know what I'm saying like if if Richie Blackmore is the guy in the band that has the the sense of where the music should be going, has the in you know the the musical talent and innovation, and somebody's introducing something that's going to take away from what that's achieving, I can see why he would fight to keep. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if he has a really clear idea of what he wants, um, I think that there are better and worse ways to go about advocating for what a person wants but as a as a listener i'd rather hear the you know i'd I'd rather hear something good than hear something less good and know that everybody on the team got to contribute do you know what i mean like does that make sense it depends on what your legacy is going to be i guess is your legacy going to be that you made great music or is your legacy going to be that you you were the nice guy in the band that everybody loved working with well, I'd rather make the great music. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, like. Well, yeah, I mean, but those are the litmus tests, right? Yeah. I'm not, um, I'm not confused about what your perspective is. I yeah. get that, but I, I think that nobody likes Steve Perry from Journey. Nobody wants to work with him. He's, uh, he's an asshole. But, he's but a, a lot of people didn't like Beethoven either. You know, like, like, uh, I, I feel like. I don't know, like in in other areas of life, I would generally agree with you. Do you know what I mean? It's just when it comes to like movies or music, like. But, okay, but 
we're back to the thing about Richie Blackmore is working alone and he's making crap. Steve Perry's not even making music anymore. Yeah, nobody no. knows where he is, right? Does he? Did he leave? And well, then he still had some material in him that we should have heard. So I think with Richie Blackmore, number one, he's he's he basically contributed about what I would expect a person to be able to contribute in the course of their lifetime musically, right? Like he had probably he had, more. Probably and, more, actually, and, if you think yeah. of the number of bands he started. But go ahead. Yeah. So so he had he had he had, you know, you know, Deep Purple, he had Rainbow, you know, like those are those have those are already cement his legacy as a performer. I I'm less concerned if the end of his life is spent, you know, playing Renaissance music at, at Renfair. I mean, because that's to me, that's almost not it's not just because he was a jerk. He's also there because he chose to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like he he decided he wanted to play Ren music. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what he wanted to do. And that's what he's telling you. I okay. think he's doing it because it's the only option left. I, I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like as much of a jerk as he is, he probably could still get some young musicians together with him. Do you know what I mean? Like he he might not or be able a to get recording. Or well, well, or a recording, not to tour with. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, granted, he's not going to, you know, Ian Gillen's not going to record with him anymore, and a lot of the people from Deep Purple, you know, wouldn't, you know, other members wouldn't record with him anymore, and uh, you know, and obviously many people have passed away, so that, but, but there are still young musicians that respect him and would, you know, tolerate whatever he throws at them just because it's Richie Blackmore, right? So he could he could probably still work with people. Um, I feel like he just wants to. I think. I mean, when I saw those the things going on with him in the Red Fair, that all seemed to be stuff he was really into. Do you know what I mean it's like when you have a friend that gets really nerdy about something? Sure. He seemed to be pretty deep into it. So I'm assuming that's that's what he wants to do. Um, but even if we say he is, like let, let's let's just assume for the sake of argument, he's been such a jerk that that's all all he can do. I don't know. I feel like okay, he still has this enormous legacy. And, you know, it probably, I don't know, I, given the results on, especially the Deep Purple albums, I feel like I'm, I'm willing to say he, he might've been right. Do you know what I'm saying? That, that his, his point of view should have sort of won the day with the music. Um, You cannot be right all of the time. It just is not true. No, no, you certainly I, can't. You certainly can't. I, I wouldn't argue with that. I've creative endeavors long enough, and I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong, right? Somebody brings me some an idea that I wouldn't have come up with, and it's just like, wow, that is so much better than what I would have done. But wouldn't you agree it's really hard to tell? Like, if you're if you're right 90% of the time, you know, I can sort of see why you would have this behavior of just, you know, oh, do you know what I, I'm saying? It, I'm not being I'm not being arrogant here. I swear to God, I do not have an ego about this stuff. I know when something is going to be better, and I know when something's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. And I will take other people's ideas when they are better. It no, is and that I, simple. I, I will do that too. I mean, I'm, I don't have a problem with that. I just, again, I I suspect in a lot of instances, not all of them, but in a lot of them, when somebody wanted to go a certain way and he wanted to go another way, he was probably correct. Do you know what I mean? Okay. The, that didn't make him any easier to work with, right? No, no, but but if you keep if he if he if he wasn't willing like it's really difficult to be mean to people. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not easy to say no. It's not easy to say to somebody, I don't like what you're doing and I don't want that on my album. 
you know what I mean? It's much easier to say, okay, we'll we'll work with that. Do you know what I mean? That's great. We'll work with that. It's it's hard to to reject people. And so I have a level of respect for a musician who can be as blunt as he can be about that sort of thing, where he just says, I think that's garbage. I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? Um, sure. I get that he's not going to be right in every case. I get that he's being a jerk about it, but I respect the certainty that he has, and I respect the 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 way that he is just, you know... This, you know. Is, this is becoming such a nuanced debate. I find this interesting <laughs> because I, I wasn't there. None of us are there behind the scenes about how it actually went down. But for 99% of the people who have ever worked with him to say, my God, I will never work with that guy again, that is a telling... That is a telling remark about how, whether or not he was right or wrong, there were better ways that he could have handled how to build a record. And if it really was just his project, then he shouldn't have hand, ha- hired somebody as talented as Dio, right? Yeah. He should have hired a singer that was just competent and just did his job and was happy for the paycheck. Well, and, and I think... So oh, go ahead. If, go you're ahead. That, if you're that kind of egomaniac, right... At, if you're the coach of the Lakers and you've got Kobe and Shaq on the same team, you know one of them's got to go because they're both egomaniacs and they don't want to share. And you've got to build the team around one of them, not both yeah. of them. And that hurt the Lakers for years, and that's a perfect metaphor for what we're talking about, and I can't believe I didn't come up with it before. Uh, you have to know when you're when Richie Blackmore is building that band, he needs four workers and him. And he, he, I'm sorry, Glover's one of the best bass players in the business. He was lucky that that guy was so nice in real life. Well, and I think with the Dio stuff in particular, that that's a little harder for me to be like, oh, because Dio obviously also, Dio's kind of like Richie Blackmore, that he has a very clear vision of what he wants to do, and he's right 99% of the time, right? So, uh, and again, we don't know, we don't know the backstory to all this. We don't know, like, obviously not all of it was just musical disagreements right a lot of it was probably just him being a jerk to people for other reasons um but if we're just talking about you know uh artistic temperament over artistic issues um i i mean i would i would agree when it came to rainbow somebody as talented as dio you want to bend to because they bring so much to the table do you know what i mean you i can understand it in that instance but i'm 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 wondering like, okay, remember when they were talking in the documentary about in rock? And I think he had some line of like, it's if it's if it's not exciting and not dramatic, it doesn't belong on the album. Do you know what I mean? To me, that's the perfect attitude to bring to Absolutely. making an album. Um sure. but you have to be a bit of a jerk to enforce that rule. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you have to tell people that's not exciting, that's not dramatic, it doesn't belong on the album. Um and I and just based on what I've seen from him, he seems like the kind of guy that has no problem saying that to people. Um, I don't think you have to be a jerk to say that. I think you just need to be able to go back and say, no, that's not thematic to what we're talking about. I'm dealing with a Kickstarter with somebody else right now, with Richard Iorio. We've worked together for years. And sometimes Richard can be a little thick when I'm talking to him about stuff. And I keep telling him, that is not thematic to the project that we promised the people. You can't just throw that into the mix. And if I have to say that six times until he hears me, I'm going to say it six times, but yeah, I'm not going to call yeah. him a cocksucker. No, no. I'm not that... going to tell him my way or the highway. I'm going to continue to have to. I, I used to art direct eight different mm-hmm. game lines at the same time. That meant that I had 18 different, I had eight different voice bosses, right? Yeah. People who worked on those lines that would want to come to me and have debates. 
about what they wanted. I could have as many as five or six different arguments with five or six different people during the course of a day about what they wanted. They wore me down. I didn't wear them down because it was always a fresh argument for them. Okay. But by the sixth argument of the day, I was tired. That never justified me being an asshole about it and saying, you're wrong. You don't know anything about art. Get the fuck out of my office. No. I, I could never have done my job that way. Well, uh, there's another part of this, too, which is, I mean, number one, I think um, I, 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 I feel like the stakes of a rock band are so much higher than what we're what we're dealing with with gaming and stuff like sure you know they're this is like a dream job right and it's a dream job that is not secure every album you need to make all the right decisions right so there might be more of an attitude of if you can't handle the heat just get out do you know what i mean um <laughs> sure but that yeah. aside i the other element that shapes a lot of my reaction to blackmore is i feel like there's a tend like i I don't like people being jerks. I don't want to be a jerk to people. And I don't, you know, when you say like the example you just gave with Richard and stuff, that makes total sense. I don't think you should be calling him names or something just because you're trying to get a certain outcome that's thematically consistent, right? It, it would it would be counterproductive and it would be rude. But when when you have people that are, I, I feel like, how do I phrase it? A tendency to be a bit aggressive and mean seems to coincide sometimes with a certain amount of artistic talent especially in things like music do you know what i mean like and i feel like i i'm kind of okay with that sometimes do you know what i'm saying like i'm okay with those people existing if they're bringing an excessive amount of talent to the table um and i don't know that there's a whole lot you can do like i don't know that like i i doubt that richie blackmore is the type of person that is going to be able to alter that behavior. Do you know what I'm saying? It's It seems pretty baked in. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe you disagree with that. Like, I think Richie Blackmore is the Ayn Rand of rock and roll. And I think in order for him to exist, 99% of the rest of hard rock metal need to bend to his will, which is unfair. Can you explain he, that? Because I'm not sure what you mean by that. Okay. So you've got – I've had shitty bosses my entire life. Mm -hmm. Every time a shitty boss makes a shitty decision, somebody else has to pick up the pieces. Somebody else has to do the work. Yeah. Every time a billionaire gobbles more than his fair share of the economy, other people have to do the work to fill in the gaps so that everything can run smoothly, right? Other people doing the heavy lifting – are actually working harder than you're working. You may think Richie Blackmore is a genius, but the people around him are having to work twice as hard to put up with his bullshit. They're having to work extra hard to accommodate his personality, his tantrums. That story about the letter, the last time he ever worked in a big band, that story about the letter, you're hearing his side of the story and I'm thinking, motherfucker, if I'd read your letter, I don't even know what was in the letter. I guarantee you weren't polite. I guarantee that you made it all about you and I guarantee there were people at that band had had seen this shit from you before and they had had it and that's why they didn't say goodbye to you that's why they went to their rooms oh, that, because okay, this that one, was yeah. not a new tantrum from you just listening to a story I have dealt with egomaniacs and this hobby my hobby has bigger egomaniacs than rock and roll ever will I guarantee it 
when you get into the heart and soul of this hobby and you see who owns these companies, the, they are, they are, I wanted to say nymphomaniacs. Yeah, yeah, nymphomaniacs. <laughs> they are nar- narcissists uh-huh. and they are egomaniacs and they don't give a shit about the work it takes to get done because they don't know what work is. They just want to see their vision happen. And I cannot name names because the blowback on no, that. No, I understand. Just, I understand. It would probably end my career. But I can tell you stories about people that, Honest to God, you would you would think that I was talking about Prince or yeah. Aretha Franklin. The level of divaness. Well, and we again we're in the gaming industry, so we, it, it's a little bit weird when people get diva in the gaming industry. But like again with music, I don't know. I I feel I feel a little bit differently. Like I I don't. Number one, these are all really good gigs. Like I'd cut off my right arm to be yelled at by Richie Blackmore and right. be in a band. You know what I mean? I, I have trouble feeling bad for a person. You would who, cut off your arm to be yelled at him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I think after and, the 12th tantrum, you would have had it. I mean, I don't know. It dep- I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm older, right? Like if I, if I had, sure. if I had, if I had gotten a gig like that in my early twenties before I knew anything, I probably would yell back at him by the 12th time. Right. right. But now that I'm older, I know what it means. Do you know what I'm saying? So I know, okay, I get yelled at one more time. I make five million dollars. Okay, no problem. Do you know what I mean? There's a I, I I have a perspective on 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 the value of that kind of job, um, but I don't know. I I feel like again, I, it's not that I'm justifying the the asshole behavior itself. I'm saying I think a lot of times that kind of musical genius and that kind of talent does coincide with. Some kind of mental illness. I'm not saying he's mentally ill, but some kind of mental illness or temperament issue that produces behavior that people don't like to be around. Um, and I like I the way I look at it is this: if you went through like the annals of music and rock and roll, and you removed all the jerks, I feel like you would end up with a much more boring end product. Do you know what I mean? Like overall. Um, and I, I, it just seems like it's sort of part of the DNA of it. I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously if he's like murdering people, that's one thing, but I mean, if he's just throwing tantrums and do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, you know, I'm not your, I'm not your mother. I'm not your father. I don't have to put up with your tantrums. Somebody else should have taught you better before you got into a professional band. That's it. Well, again though, but look at it. I mean, that's true, but if this person is producing music that is reaching a certain level, do you know what I mean? And I'm a producer. Am I going to, am I going to listen to the person who doesn't want to put up with it? Or am I going to listen to the person who's making the content that is that much? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, the talent is going to win out again. Again, I, I think we're both looking at different limits tests here. I agree with you. His contribution is so important. And by the way, I can't believe we're getting this much content. Me too. I thought this was going to be a five minute discussion. I thought we were going to have nothing to say. So, um, I, I think that a lot of this stuff, if you're getting into the studio and you're having arguments at the studio when it's recording time, then you had problems in rehearsal back at the warehouse. You had problems, right? The last time you toured together. That yeah. weren't resolved. And so the producer should not be solving that problem right now because he's new to the situation. Yeah. The manager should have dealt with this months ago. No, I get it. And there is a level where it be like there's Axel Rose level diva where it <laughs> where it where it sort of 
eats itself and it doesn't produce. You know what I mean? But then yeah. there's like temperamental genius level diva. Do you know what I mean? Where really? it's just a it's just a natural byproduct of the genius. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I feel I I like. Can you imagine? I can't imagine a person like Richie Blackmore making the same music if he were like a normal guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if he were just like a chill, relaxed, easygoing person. I feel like the music would be different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've met geniuses. I've actually met some geniuses. And some of them are really calm and, and good people. But I, I agree with you that you do have to accept the good with the bad with certain kinds of people, right? Yeah, and I'm not saying every genius is going to be like... I mean, obviously, there are going to be geniuses that'll be totally totally fine and reasonable and, and relaxed and easy I'm to get along. I'm self-aware enough to know why people don't like working with me in the same context, right? Uh-huh. So when I was at these companies and I was art directing all this work, I can tell you exactly why they didn't like working with me. But... What the funny thing is, is that that's the only thing that the conversation ever got to be about. No, I never got to say, look, motherfucker, you're making everybody's job harder by only getting involved at the last 1%. Mm-hmm. You needed to be a boss 50 hours ago, and you weren't. And so I I should be able to have that part of the conversation. And then afterwards, because we're talking about the work, and this is the difference. I'm going to get really picky uni here. Mm-hmm. Um the difference is, is when you're arguing about the work versus arguing about personalities. And when you're in the moment, you need to solve the problem of the work right now. And I get that, right? But if you're the problem, if you're the roadblock, let's say you and I are working on something yeah. and you're the roadblock to us getting finished, right? I have every right to talk to you right now about that roadblock and not have you move the goalposts on me while we're talking. And then it becomes about me and my attitude and how arrogant I am. Or vice versa, right? We need yeah. to solve the problem of work now. And I wasn't in those moments, but there's enough people that don't like this guy that he had a shitty work ethic. He had a shitty work, not, and I say ethic, not how hard he worked, yeah, yeah. but what he considered important about the work. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, okay. But wouldn't you, like, still, I don't know, I feel, I feel like it... Like if if we're having that conversation, if I'm being the jerk in the room, and but I'm also the guy with all of the talent, and we're arguing over <laughs> sure. over the content, and and I don't think that would be the case if we were because you're a very talented person. But let's just let's just you know for the sake of an argument, you know I'm uber Absolutely. talented. Absolutely, second argument, yeah. you're the genius yeah. here, and I'm yeah, and you're happy to have a job. Yeah, and so uh, I would think the smart thing would be to listen to me. Do you know what I mean? Like listen to the person okay. who's the the genius about content. I get, sure. I, I get that there's so, uh, keep that person happy. That. Here's huh? the arrogance in that, right? Richie never assumed that there was anybody as good as he was. No, that's true. And, and there's, de- and again, when it comes to people like Dio, obviously Dio was, you know, equally, if not more, do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. so, so that's where the blind spot comes in with that. But you, you, you can't have that level of arrogance and not run into that problem but you kind of need that level of arrogance to reach some of the heights that he reached. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't know. I, it, it's, it just seems like an almost tragic necessity to, yeah, yeah. you know, um, I, I'm not going to, I think that that would be interesting to explore. I'm not a psychologist. I think there's probably been studies done on this, that there's a tragic necessity, but then you hear stories about people. Elon Musk is a piece of shit. 
Steve Jobs was a piece of shit. Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit. These are all horrible human beings. If you look at their track record as just human beings, not what they've accomplished, just their track record as human beings, if they were your neighbor and they weren't geniuses making a bajillion dollars, you would have called the cops on them three times right. per year because of some antics, right? Well, I don't know enough about any of them to to, well, to weigh in there. But, yeah. but Steve Jobs used to slap some of his employees. That's how bad okay. of a human being Steve Jobs was. He would yell and scream, no talent at all, couldn't make anything, but I'm a visionary, so you have to do what I say. That Just a horrible human being. I have no respect for any of those three guys that I just listed, Okay, right? we continue to congratulate all of the genius and we never once stop and look at the humanity of some of these people and say, that's gross behavior. I don't think we want that as a society. But I, I feel like we've been doing that an awful lot lately. Like, have the, we? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I listed are three of the most celebrated people in the 21st century. I, I think that we've, I think in the past several years, we've gone the other direction where, we're really concerned about the character of the people making creative content. And I don't think we care at all about the character. I think we care about whether or not they say something offensive. That's well, maybe, all. maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. That's, that's a deep debate though. That's a very deep yeah. debate, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like when it comes to art, I don't usually, I do care, but I don't worry too much about a person's character because I'm not, I'm not taking them into my house I'm not, do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not marrying into their family. I don't have to deal with them on a day-to-day -day basis. All I sure. have to worry about is the stuff they make. And I'm seeing an interesting point here that uh, I didn't catch before. And it's empathy, right? I don't want to see uh, these guys in the band being treated like shit. I don't want to see Dio being treated like shit, right? I like Dio. Yeah, no. And I, I feel bad about that too. So when but... Richie is being this Godzilla like, uh, egomaniac this monster and he's talking down to everybody i don't like knowing that he talked to dio that way i think that's horrible i don't because dio's happiness is important to me too i don't either man. but i also care about richie blackmore do you know what i mean and i feel like you know he's probably just as trapped in whatever kind of behavior he's in do you know what i mean like i i i'm sure a lot some of the i mean behavior is always a choice to a degree but there's there's also Always, and I don't know. I just heard a really loud sound, so hopefully nothing is gonna uh, collapse this episode. But um, I, I just wonder how much of it is just you know, this is what the guy is like, and he's not really able to to keep it under control. There's some kind of impulse thing going on where it just sort of is, uh, you know, something that he. he he doesn't. He doesn't have the good disposition that Dio has. Say, um, but when I was in my twenties, I used to game with this small collection of guys. There's about maybe ten guys that would rotate in and out of the group over time. Mm -hmm. um, but we were all the same guys from the same neighborhood near the college. And I was working at the game store, and I knew all these guys. And I won't say the guy's name. Let's call yeah. him Greg, because uh, we're still friends. But Greg used to be really, really shitty to everybody around us. Yeah. He was not a good person in that regard. He, he wasn't always like that, but when he didn't get his way or when he was in a yeah. bad mood, he would take it out on other people. He never took it out on me, right? One, he didn't have the balls to do it. Two, he knew I wouldn't take it out. I wouldn't uh, put up with it. And I would watch him be horrible to the other people. And in my 20s, in my head, I'm thinking, I can't fight these people's battles for them. 
they have to learn how to stand up to Greg. Yeah. And I'm different now. Now that I've gotten older, maybe I've gotten a little softer, maybe I've gotten a little more empathetic. I don't know. I think that there is a certain somebody has to be the peacekeeper. And I've somehow become a peacekeeper in my old age now where I try to look at all sides and I try to find a better way of doing things. And mm. when I see somebody that is always the headache, yeah, right? I eventually, I just blocked a bunch of people that had been friends on my friends list because I finally said, you know what? Enough is enough. You, you've obviously slid off into a realm of insanity that I can't relate to anymore. And I see how you talk to other people. I don't need this in my life anymore. But until then, I was doing everything I always could yeah. with these conversations of, I'm going to step in and see if I can't make sense of this argument where nobody's yeah. saying the right thing. And when I hear these stories come out of a guy like Richie Blackmore, about Richie Blackmore, I just think, when was somebody going to step in and take him aside and say, hey, you can't talk to your teammates like that. You can't do this. You need to find a better way to communicate. Right or wrong – you're, you've ostracized 80 people already, and it's only 1976. How many more people <laughs> yeah. are you gonna are you gonna upset before your career is over? But again, the difference here is you're talking about people that you game with or people that you're personally sure. connected to, and that's different than you know. Here's a figure who made music, and we're trying to evaluate the musical contribution and the personality and the clash of personalities and all that. But you're just and, talking about the scale of the conversation. You're not the 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 way that you solve problems is the same whether or not you're building a nuclear bomb or you're making dinner. Well, but you, you still have, need to sit down and listen to everybody that's ever cooked a dinner. But you also have but you have a different level of responsibility in those. You know, what I mean? like if it's your gaming group, right. you have a direct responsibility. You're just talking about scale. You're just talking about the scale of the problem, not. But the scale doesn't the but the scale connects to whether. You, does that excuse you, things? If I'm kicking a dog, I'm kicking a dog. It doesn't matter why. No, it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't excuse. It doesn't excuse the behavior of the person in question. It, it, it does excuse your reaction to that behavior, right? Like if somebody's in your house burning down your wall, you got to do something, right? <laughs> if 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 a musician is in a random hotel on the other side of the world burning down the burning down a wall, you don't have any real responsibility to do anything or care about it. Do you know what I mean? It's not something you have any control over. Um, right. And it doesn't directly impact anything in your immediate circle. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, it's a, it's a different moral responsibility in those. Unless I own a hotel on the other side of the world and he's eventually coming to mine. Yeah. Well, then now yeah, I need, that, now I need to be concerned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you know maybe don't give him a room. But <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as I hear that story, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, you guys got to go somewhere else. But I mean, you could certainly still buy the album. Do you know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> That's... I think that's that's the perfect point to end on. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> still buy me out. All right, so we'll end it there, and and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, most of what we said today is true because we're going we're we're going so much by hearsay in this conversation. Oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah. We're um, going off at those documentaries. Though. Yeah, I watched a lot of the other little ones where yeah. they interview. 30 different people about Richie Blackmore. Yeah. yeah. In our defense, we watched all, and I did that too. I went, I was, I was watching a bunch of them from Dio today where he yeah. was just ripping into, yeah. like, he was taking yeah, the, yeah, yeah. he was taking the rainbow albums and like, you know, this is crap. This is crap. This is crap. Yeah. Um, so who needs 30 minute guitar solo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that line. Yeah. That was, that was pretty funny. Um, and he was visibly angry during that interview too. So, um, 
But yeah, so well, how boring was it to be on stage while Richie's going on an 18 minute solo, right? For a song because it's his it's his part of the show now to show off his talent. No, how that's... bored are you as the band members? <laughs> the, the thing is, I kind of like 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 uh, some of those kinds of tracks that he would do. I used to really like. Um, but again, I play guitar, so maybe that's just you know. I would imagine like I don't like drum solos in bands, and you know, uh, but a drummer might have deeper appreciation for them. Um, might the drummer yeah. might? Yeah. How dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if 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 they can manage to to get their sticks together and hit the actual drum. Oh you know? my god! <laughs> oh my god! I think we found the problem with the whole conversation. This is why you like Richie. <laughs> no, no, I'm nothing like that. But I know. Uh, but you know, and I think that I think the bass player is the more traditional person to kick on for that reason. Um, but but yeah, so we'll end it here, and we'll be back on. Hopefully, we'll have a reaction video because I do want to get some reaction stuff. But we just couldn't get the technical issues out of the way. And uh, until then, we will talk to you later. 